The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic and Paralympic partner, a founding partner of the Olympic Channel. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. Christiane Endler is a goalkeeper who plays for Paris Saint-Germain and captains her national team of Chile. During the 2019 World Cup, legendary US goalkeeper Hope Solo called her the best female goalie in the world. Chile are on the verge of qualification for the Olympic Games for the very first time. Before that, there's a difficult and long-delayed Olympic playoff against the Cameroon. And Endler spoke to David Charles about her Olympic memories, her season with PSG, which is going really well, by the way, and her thoughts about international women's Day. Olympic Channel Podcast. Christian, thank you so much for your time today. It's, uh, it's great to meet Welcome. you. So first of all, how's it going in Paris right now with... Um, the whole COVID situation, how, how's training and how's day-to-day football for you right now? Well, it has been a very hard year. Um, unfortunately, we, we were able to continue playing and uh, continue training without stopping, and that's a very good thing for us. Um, uh, but of course, on this, um, uh, what's going on all around the world with not knowing what will happen uh, if you will be able to play with the national team or not if you the olympics the olympics will uh, go on or not uh, everything is a little bit uh, unsure so um this makes it a little bit uh, hard to to get uh, in the in the like in the road but um, we are very happy to be able to play and keep going. And we know that there is a lot of people that are suffering and not uh, being able to work and everything. And we, we are, so we are uh, a fortune, of course. And is that something you talk about being fortunate to be able to still play, still train? Um, a lot of people take, uh, um, a lot of people find football as like a really good not distraction but it's giving something you know to watch for fans and obviously they can't be in the stadium um when you're playing with PSG uh this season is that part of your mentality or something that you remember that you're playing for fans as well that can't be there just now yes of course there's a lot of people that uh, wait for our matches and uh, maybe this 90 minutes give some joy and something different to watch and and you have to keep uh, playing and performing as if they were there maybe it's more important now for them to have a motivation and and something happy when when we win or not but um i think uh, we have the responsibility playing in psg to perform always so um we are trying to do that has been a very good year for us as well uh, and I hope it finished good <laughs> uh, we we have been doing well but we didn't win anything yet so uh, I hope we can continue like this yeah I was going to say like that this season so far has gone has gone really well um, and I, I saw only conceded two goals this season which is fantastic um, but the, the big highlight so far was probably the the victory over Leon. Um, at the end of last year, how how important was that a victory considering how strong Leon have been over the last 
decade or so. Yes, it's a very big win for us. Uh, it's our biggest rival here, and they are. Um, it's always good to play against a good team, and that makes you grow up and perform as best as you can. Always, if not, you cannot win. And and I think that game gave us um, something else to keep going, to keep trying to win. Uh, there is, we have been so many times so close, but we couldn't. And this time um, we won the game and uh, it doesn't mean we will, we will win the league, but it's a little bit, it's a step closer to that. So for us, it's a huge, huge win. Uh, but all the games are important. We know that if we don't win the other games, we are not going to be able to win the league. So um, we are trying to be as constant and and perform as better as we can every game. And I think that's the key for us right now. I would love to speak to you about the game in 2019 when you played for Chile at the World Cup, which is also at the Parc de France. Um, and that game, uh, you became like, that, like globally, your name was like trending on Twitter that day because of all the saves you made against the US. Um, what was that experience like for you? Just the World Cup in general, being in France, and that's somewhere that you live and you you play, but specifically that game as well, because obviously the US are one of the strongest teams in the world and Chile really did put up a, a really strong performance that day. Well, uh, just playing a World Cup for us was a great experience. The first time for us, for Chile, and I think we did not bad. Uh, of course, we had a very tough group with the winners and the third one, but um, still we had a great experience. Uh, all the environment here in France, all the people that watched the games, um, what the World Cup m- means for Chile after uh, with all the development of women's football and everything. It was a great, great experience. And of course, that game was uh, maybe a huge change in my career, not because I did something different that I was making or 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 something like that, but probably I, I became more known for everyone uh, after that game. And of course, it's not uh, good for me to lose. We lost that game 3-0 anyway, but at least I know that I gave everything and and I was a huge surprise to to saw that I was the player of the of the game after after losing. So um well that World Cup all was a great experience and for sure I will never forget about that. For sure. And like you say, it really does highlight how well you played because goalkeepers on the losing team do not often yeah. get player of the match, you know. Uh, but yeah, it's crazy. It's um, hard, but... Yeah, it's impressive. It's impressive. Um, as you, as you say, that World Cup was so important for Chile. First time at the World Cup um, for the women's team, um, and there's so much potential in South America for women's football, and we've seen it grow quite quickly last, you know, four or five years. Um, what do you think is needed for it to go to that next level? Because 
you know, the quality of players is there. The enthusiasm and love for football is so strong. Um, what do you think will take it from where it is right now to where you want it to be in the next in the next generation? Well, for me, the local leagues has to improve a lot. Uh, all the support of the federations and from Conmebol has to be better. The club has to involve and has to want to help women's football, not just have it for have it there. And for me, the most important thing is to work with the little girls, uh, start an early age that they can improve and work maybe with men's or alone. But um, at least in Chile, I didn't started like I started at 16 years old to play like in a club before wow. I didn't I, I couldn't be able to play anyway because there were no clubs in 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 that time so uh, for me the most important thing is to develop the the match from the beginning from when you are eight nine years old and to be able to grow uh, in a good with good uh, standard, standards of um, uh, games and uh, uh, quality of teachers and professors and uh, good um, environment. I think for that, the, the clubs have to involve and the federation, of course. Is that one of the um, important reasons behind the schools that you have in Chile for developing players? Yeah, the, the schools, I, I started with the schools because I wanted to give the opportunity to the young girls to play, just play, uh, have fun, to know about this uh, game, to uh, know about this sport, uh, what can you be able to do if you want to do it in the future. And it's that, it's uh, give an option, uh, to give an opportunity to to do what you like and not for being uh, like a professional player after, just to enjoy playing and after maybe they found that they want to be a professional player and they want to be, be able to to live uh, from football. And, and that's it, it's... Uh, just to give the chance I didn't have when I was young. That's fantastic. And it's it's the case everywhere that, you know, for young young girls, especially in sport, it's it's about having that um, awareness that those possibilities are out there. You know, it's it's creating those opportunities to to and if it's only to play for fun, that's awesome. But if you know, sixteen is quite late to be starting to get to the level you are now is super late. So that must be your motivation to just provide those chances for young girls. Yes, of course. When I was uh, young, I didn't knew that women's football exists. Uh, we didn't knew that uh, in Chile. So uh, now that they have, so they know some players from the national team, and they know that you can uh, be a professional player, on, or that there are leagues that are professional outside in Europe or in the US or something like that. And you cannot imagine how many girls started to play after the World Cup. It's incredible. And uh, there are some that are very, very good and they are starting now and the others 
just to have fun to play and and do something different and uh it that's the important thing i i think it's to do some sport uh and enjoy so the world cup was massive for chile bringing in uh exposure obviously you have a lot um of projects with the schools and there's a lot of things to improve um with the olympic games obviously chile haven't qualified for that before how big would olympic qualification be for for you, you as a player and the team but also for for chile as a whole well for me it will be a dream come true <laughs> it's something that you as a as a as a player as a professional in sport you want to do it's your dream it's something bigger than anything and of course i want to live that experience and and i can not imagine what it will mean to be there at that point but uh it will be very important for me for the team and of course for chile we 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 don't have so many olympic uh, athletes um so uh, to to get there and to um represent your country will be something uh, amazing and i know all the chileans and everyone will appreciate and will be behind us supporting because it's that moment when everyone gets in one and everyone wants the same it's um that environment it's different for sure you say there's not too many Olympians from Chile. Do, do you have any memories from growing up of the Olympics of Chile or in general? Yes, of course. Uh, well, I remember, of course, the medals of uh, in tennis that were huge. Where uh, Masu and Gonzalez they they won the single and the doubles, and was the, I think was the first time for Chile that we had an, a gold medal. And that was amazing, and everyone remembers that in Athens, and and to live that, just watching from the TV, and after be able to live it there will be something amazing if it, if it happens. So I'm just uh, waiting for that moment. I I just want to play. The, the they have moved so many times already in the games that we are just waiting to play and and to know if we are going or not. I know. When coronavirus hit, I think this game was meant to be played, um, I think, March April, 20? April. 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 Yeah. So, like, you know, three we or four so weeks. Close. So close. Um, what, what are your... Yeah, you play Cameroon. What are your um, your thoughts about that game? How difficult a game do you expect? Because, obviously, they were at the World Cup as well in 2019. Yeah, we know that it's a very tough a team that they have very fast players and we lack a little bit of that in our team we have other qualities we 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 like to play more with the ball with to move it, to to be able to build the 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 play the the way we want to go to the goal and we know that they go direct that they are fast that they have this physical potential that we do not have but I think we have the keys to to stop them and and 
and to perform as we want. Like there are two games, we know we first have to play in Cameroon and after in Chile. And we know that we have to come to Chile for the second game alive and with the true options to qualify. And I think we are we are able to do it this this time. So I hope everything goes well for us <laughs> and and we can qualify it. Obviously it's been a difficult qualifying process because of COVID and the delays, but um, compared to the World Cup, only 12 teams qualify for the Olympics and only, you know, 1.5 from Comnibor because of there's not too many spots. With that in mind and with this massive qualifier against a very strong team from, from Africa, would you say the Olympics is the most difficult tournament to qualify as a national team? Yes, for sure. Uh, just um, having that second option because always Brazil qualifies direct and it's a very tough uh, team to beat in South America. Uh, you know that you are fighting for that second place and 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 the African teams are they have a lot of experience playing there, Cameroon and, and in the World Cup and and we know that it's it's a tough situation and of course to go to Africa play and after to Chile in the same week long travel yeah. uh, difference of timing and everything we know that will be hard and for for sure it's it's the hardest uh, competition to qualify as a, an adult team. In March, it's International Women's Day. Um, so we're speaking to a lot of athletes um, about this. Um, growing up and even today, what other women, and it doesn't need to be in sport, it can be in life, um, who are the women that inspire you or have motivated you in your career? Well, uh, I always follow a lot of athletes. I like sports in general, not only football. I I love the spirit of other um, sports. I played tennis also when I was young, so I was always inspired by, of course, Serena Williams and her her game and her performance and her way of thinking. And uh, I was able to play with Marta when I was very young. Wow. So play against her in goal and everything. It's uh, for me, it's a top player, and I always admire her. Christiane also, and and yeah, I think in football that's 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 it because I didn't know that much about the rest of the world <laughs> at that point, and I think nobody doesn't know Marta. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, everyone knows her, and and. Just to be able to play against her because you're in South America is something great. I was going to ask Marta, especially everything that she's done in women's football and coming from from Brazil as well. How big a uh, person was she for you as someone who has got to the, the very highest of the sport? Um, she must be obviously, you know, not a goalkeeper, but you know what she's achieved is is so impressive. Um, she must have been such a an inspiration for you. 
Yes, because uh, coming from South America is not easy. We are very behind in this kind of things in women's football. We are so far from Europe and other countries that develop the game so well and from uh, many years already. And coming from there, you know that it's harder and you know that you have to fight more for a place. You have to fight more for uh, being heard, being known. And um, of course, you open many, many doors for the rest of us uh, from South America. So she's an example for all the players, I think. And in her uh, fight for equality and equal pay and everything, she's um, making a path for, for everyone. And I think we should follow her. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, the FD Year Women's Day has a, like a campaign or a message. And this year it's a choose to challenge, which basically means like uh, challenging the things that need to be fixed or like taking action. Um, for you, um, I would love to hear from you about, um, we've talked about the schools, but um, correct my pronunciation. Is it Anhof? Anhof? The Anhof. Anhof, correct. Um, could you maybe explain the story behind that and obviously what it's led to, which has led to, you know, uh, World Cup qualification or maybe Olympic qualification and uh, the impact it's had on society in Chile with what the team and you have, have achieved? Yes, yes. Uh, for I think if we were not, if we didn't qualify for the World Cup at that point, maybe the women's football in Chile will be the same as, 10 years ago and will not improve and develop anything as it has like the last four years, five years that they are working very hard to improve the situation there and and to get better and, and, and everything. Uh, uh, of course, the players uh, had um, an impact of, on that because we are, I think, almost the same players from such like 10 years ago that we are a little bit unhoof makes that they will fight for uh, having better conditions to for everyone in Chile to play uh, in the league and and in the national team. And I think uh, that's what we are trying to do as players and as women to to have a place uh, in the federation, to have a place in the teams and the clubs to to be here and and to improve the game and and to probably not <laughs> be equal uh, yet as the men, but at least have the uh, conditions to to perform. That's perfect. Cool. And yeah, thank you so much for your time once again, and, okay. and good luck. You're welcome. Olympic Channel Podcast. A massive thank you to Christiane. You can join the other 700,000 people by following her on Instagram, just as Christiane Endler. David Childs is on Twitter as just David Childs. And we are Olympic Channel across all social media. That's it for now. Stay safe, stronger together, and we'll see you very soon. 
think like an Olympian. Olympian.